Welcome to the Best Ever You Network, celebrating our third year on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Thank you for helping us become a number one rated live show with over one million global listeners. Our team is on a mission to help you discover your authentic best self and bring it to the world. And now, here's our show. Hello, everybody. Happy evening. It's, uh, geez, it's going to snow here in Maine. I'm Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, the, uh, one of the co-hosts of the Best Ever You show. My other co-host, our other co-host is Dr. Walter Jacobson. How are you, Dr. Walter? I'm doing great. Thanks, Elizabeth. Good. You want to trade places? I'll, I'll uh, sit out in the California sun and you can have a three feet of snow. <laughs> uh, <Sir>? No. <laughs> I can. <laughs> no, no, are you sure? No, no, no. All right. Well, let me get back um, to you on we that. Are, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, everybody, we are in killing time mode here. Um, we're waiting for Julie to call in. I think we've had a time zone mix up. So um, stay with us for just a minute because um, I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about Julie's books and Julie. Um, her website. Uh, is juliedaniluk.com. It's J-U-L-I-E-D-A-N-I-L-U-K.com. Great website, lots of videos, recipes, links to her books, and other information are there. And what we're going to talk about tonight, um, Dr. Jacobson, and chime in, is inflammation. Um, And I'll read a little bit from her book. I hope nobody cares. Um, but it's the number one reason, I'll, I'll paraphrase here so I'm not reading directly, but inflammation is the number one reason that um, people go to the doctor. Uh, anything that is itis at the end of it, I-T-I-S, is basically uh, there's some sort of inflammation involved. And I'm not sure whether people know that or not, as well as so many diseases have their root in inflammation and I know I almost could do this show because I know so much on this topic not to a degree point but from just living it through life experience because I have such bad food allergies and I think um, especially adult food allergies they hide their a lot of their roots in um, in inflammation as well but also um, things like heart disease um, cancer Alzheimer's dementia migraines obesity allergic reactions, some infections, autoimmune disorders, asthma, diabetes, psoriasis, skin disorders, irritable bowel syndrome, all this, Dr. Jacobson, isn't it hard to believe that they hide in the root cause often of inflammation? Oh, yeah, it's, it, it is amazing. Inflammation is like a key component to illness. And, uh, you know, one of the things is that a lot of times, you know, Western medicine, they really don't treat the cause. They they go all around giving you medicines that actually sometimes suppress the immune system and other different medications and treatments, but they don't really get to the cause. And that's why uh, which the work that Julie's done, really she talks about the causes of inflammation and, and also how uh, certain meals can be used to uh, actually challenge inflammation to, to heal yourself. Yeah, I've, I've used her books and over on Food Allergy Zone, which is uh, a site I co-founded with um, Brian Hom. His son uh, passed away from a, an allergic reaction to peanuts in um, in a buffet um, where he accidentally ate um, pudding that had peanut flour in it, and his son passed away. And so we decided, since I'm I'm always struggling with my food allergies for almost 20 years now, and his son had passed away, that we would co-found Food Allergy Zone to see if we could um, help people stay alive and thrive with food allergies and then also try and find a cure. Um, and we're, you know, there's lots of studies out there, and I wish Brian was here because he could talk a little bit more about it, but also we're finding that um, food allergies do 
um, have a lot of their roots in in inflammation. So, um, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you know, uh, in her book, in Julie's book, she talks about like, a variety of causes of inflammation, not just uh, food allergies, like uh, infections, toxic substances, nutritional deficiencies, injuries, and and even emotional traumas, which I thought was really interesting. She talks about how a lot of times emotional traumas uh, kind of get the emotions get stuck in the gut. You know, people talk about that. You know, gut wrenching experiences, and and uh, my guts were churning, and so uh, yeah. So there's a lot of different uh, causes of inflammation. So it's uh, it's really an amazing topic and really important. If you're just joining us, and I can see some of you in the chat room, we're waiting for Julie to call in. I think we've had a time zone goof, um, so just hang with us. I've emailed um, them and and said, you know, we're live on the air without you. <laughs> Can you call in? And so we'll see if it's possible if she's right in the middle of doing something else. We may have to reschedule. I'm not sure. But you want to give it maybe 10 minutes here, and we'll see if we can um, and keep going and get her on the phone, and, and uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, we're talking yeah. about her books. Um, the one I have is Meals That Heal Inflammation. And I also, let me check her website here because um, I think she's got a new one out. Um, she's yeah, a fellow yeah, Hay House uh, author. I got it here. Slimming. Uh, slim, slimming yeah. Meals That Heal, yeah. 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 What's that one like? You've got one, I've got uh, the other. What's that book like that you've got? Uh, the uh, the Slimming Meals That Heal is kind of like a, a chapter, you know, like the sequel where she talks about, actually gets more into recipes and, and meals and uh, approaches like uh, to... Uh, you know, to uh, to reducing inflammation. But I, I think the the first book that that you're talking about is really she gets into into really like what you can do about it. Uh, I know one thing she said that I really wanted to talk to her about. You know, being a uh, a therapist, is she says that uh, you must resolve emotional conflict and trauma to fully recover from inflammation. And uh, so you know, yeah, your mind has to really be in a positive place. You really have to emotionally want to like look at look at, you know, some of the roots of of early trauma, perhaps, and so it's uh, really important. And she talks about some, a, a, a technique, you know, there's like, uh, you know, there's meditation, there's support groups, there's therapy, but she talks about something called International Experiential Dynamic Therapy, which I've never what heard of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> therapist, but, uh, what is that? I, I know, it would be great if she um, were here. Um, well, it says here, I'm, I'm reading from her book, uh, The Counselor Uses Concrete Situations to help the client become more aware of uh, defense mechanisms that they use to avoid difficult feelings. So that's, that seems like a, a pretty standard kind of uh, therapeutic approach, but she used it uh, in her own personal story to really help herself. Uh, so uh, that's kind of interesting. That where something's bugging, bugging you and you go through the drive-thru or something's bugging you and you eat chocolate or a bag of chips or oh, that kind yeah, of yeah. eating, is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about something deeper where we're not even aware of what we're doing? Well, yeah, I th- I think there are like deep defense mechanisms to keep you from yeah from actually looking at you know your your hurts and your resentments your your deeper a- anger anxieties and fears. Uh, we have all these defense mechanisms to tamp that stuff down to like bury it in our subconscious so that we we can walk around and feel okay. And you, you, but you got to bring that up and look at it. And if you don't bring it up and look at it, then you really can't address it and and you know and heal it. So uh, yeah, so some form of therapy to bring up painful memories and explore them and work through them is important. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, otherwise you're right. Then you'll get into like. Uh, you know, diets won't work because you'll have emotional eating, as you're talking about. You get anxious or depressed, you start eating, and uh, that's not going to fix anything. And so, uh, you really got to get to the root of well, what what are your triggers, and you know. So. Yeah, it's a it's a it's not as easy as uh, 
Well, I think a lot of people, you know, we can interview you on this because I'm sure you have a ton of experience with helping people lose weight and, and get it all, you know, it, it, all, everything all sort of in order um, to try and lose weight anyway, especially um, with, you know, obesity and, and things like that. People often think, well, um, I'm going to change what I eat and go work out and, and everything will be great. And they find themselves, you know, back to square one and uh, or or even worse, you know, adding weight after they've tried to lose weight. And do you think that people have to, um, do you think, what do you think are the components involved with losing weight? It's not just eating right and exercising. Those are, those are good, but don't you have to have like a mindset and your emotions in order and all of that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You really do have to, uh, you know, it does take discipline and motivation, you know, and commitment, uh, you know, to follow through and uh, and have a, you know, if you, if you have a plan that can work, you know, you really have to clear the deck of a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors that can get in the way of you following through. So, again, again, that's why uh, really understanding your emotional mindset is important. But uh, I do want to mention something, you know, I'm a big fan of like plant-based diets and and whole foods and this is something that Julie also mentions in her book and you know there have been like some amazing studies out there it's not just studies like real life people who have been overweight and they have diabetes and they have uh, elevated cholesterol and blood pressure they're on a ton of medications for all these things they go on a plant-based diet and they actually can reverse diabetes and get off the medications and get off the uh, the you know the cholesterol medicines the, the blood pressure medicines. It's like unbelievable. This it really can make a difference. So uh, again, uh, she she could have talked about that, and maybe she will when she comes back next time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I think important. we're probably going to have to reschedule this. So it sounds like also people are in the chat room saying we've lost sound too. I don't know. Um, well, I think what are they we saying? Just go ahead and reschedule. Um, that we don't have any sound. Julie's saying she can't really quite hear us on the on the show. Julie, do you have sound yet for us? Um, it could be that you know another thing that sometimes happens. Yeah, she's got sound. Sometimes what happens um, is that we have so many people that dial in to listen. Sometimes on Sunday nights that people can't get in. So she might be trying to dial in and can't get in. Oh um, wow! Okay. Before. <laughs> So I'm not okay. sure, but um, I'm going to chalk this up to time zone goof, and um, let's go ahead and reschedule. What do you think? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So sorry, everybody. Okay. I know everybody's really looking forward to the show. So I hope you'll um, you'll hang out with us again on a Sunday night, and we'll try and we'll try and get her scheduled. Um, this show's been scheduled for months, so um, kind of disappointing, but um, people, things happen. So what are you going to do? We're going to roll with it. We're going to yeah. roll with it and be our best, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay then. Uh, well, uh, we'll see you on. We got a show on Tuesday, though, right? We do. Yeah, we've got um, this one's confirmed for sure too. Um, and we've got just so everybody knows too, we have a massive storm hitting the East Coast. So if we don't have a show on Tuesday, it's because I don't have power. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but three feet of snow, two to three feet of snow is expected to come our way with 60 mile an hour winds and. Um, it's supposed to be an epic storm, so we'll see how that goes. But um, JJ Virgin is supposed to be with us, and I scheduled these two guests together because their their topics are so very similar, especially this time of year when people are feeling like they want to lose weight or want to be healthier, or are have been diagnosed with something. Um, I know we have a lot of people that go to Best Ever You who have been recently diagnosed with something, and they want to just feel better again or reverse it if they can and um, these two guests and their information um, 
really help people, you know, step in that direction if possible. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I love this book. It's really both um, both JJ Virgin's book and Julie's book have helped me a lot with my food allergies. And there's a there's another book out there. Um, have you ever heard of the book Never Fear Cancer Again? No. No, I'm not a cancer survivor. Um, knock on everything around me. Um, but I was asked to read this read this book, and um, it's called Never Fear Cancer Again. And it also um, it's a, it's written by a, I can't remember his name. Oh, it's horrible of me. But anyway, Never Fear Cancer Again. Um, it, he was a, a diagnosed with stage four cancer very early in in his you know in in life, and he vowed to change his his world around and survive and he he's still living now and um he's i think he must be in his 80s or 90s now and um he, he really same kind of thing same kind of principles about inflammation and diet and environmental and all of these things that we do to ourselves to start inflammation brewing where our cells don't work right and he really attacks sugar as a a major cause of inflammation so if you eat a lot of things in your diet that have sugar, if you eat a lot, of, if you drink a lot of diet soda or or soda um, right. or anything with artificial sweeteners in it and those types of things, he really is a big fan of changing up what you drink, um, what you eat, and your and the oils that you use when you cook. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you haven't read wow. that, I can't. I could Google it really fast and get his name, but never fear. Can't um, Raymond Francis? That's his name, I think. Dr. Wow, Francis. that that's really sounds great interesting. book. But that started my journey a couple of years ago when I read that book toward healing myself um, or trying to as best I could with food allergies because I really was I, I was feeling like I was almost allergic to everything. I'd put food in me and gain weight, and it's like, what in the heck is going on? Or are I mysteriously be allergic to something new or something would make my mouth itch or um, I'd had a, I'd have anaphylaxis, a number of things. And um, I, I wouldn't say it's cured my food allergies by any stretch. I, you know, I'm still allergic to peanuts and nuts and fish and shellfish. But I would say those are true allergies and I don't even go near those. But as far as the other food is concerned, it, I'm so much more tolerant of food and I also just eat clean. I don't eat processed food. I don't eat... You know, I don't eat things if it's got ingredients I can't read or <laughs> if it's if it's right. canned. I just don't eat that kind of stuff anymore. And these books have really helped me go in that direction. How about you? You eat pretty clean too, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. So and, uh, I was just going to say yeah. that uh, I always look at food labels uh, and I'm always looking at yeah. the, the ingredients that they're adding to to foods. Even when they say something has like natural flavor, you, you don't really know what that is. Yeah, what is that exactly? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What chemicals make up natural flavor? Uh, that's what I like to know. Yeah, so <laughs> you're you're really yeah, it's really important uh, the, the the food. Uh, it really is the basis, and you know, and drinking water is important, and. Uh, yeah, and supplements, uh, getting the right supplements, and you know, and nutritional deficiencies are a big deal too. I think a lot of times people aren't aware that they could have like deficiencies of iodine or or uh, other things, and uh, and then they get sick, and they might go to a doctor, and the doctor might not even t- test them for that because again, a lot of Western medicine does not really try to get to the root of the, some of this stuff, so they can start giving you drugs to deal with, like, perhaps you have an upset stomach or bowel problems, and it's due to a deficiency, and, and but suddenly you're getting, like, you know, upper GIs and all sorts of other crap going on, and you don't get to the, yeah, to the real healing. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be just something as simple as what you're eating and, and, and stuff. And, I, yeah. and, and um, one of the things I do, um, 
I go to Dr. Kim Farr for acupuncture all the time. I mean, I love acupuncture, and I tack up my ears for various things. And so I have, I you'll often see me. I don't have them in right now, but you'll often see me with permanent acupuncture, or not permanent, but they stay in. Once she tacks up your ears with acupuncture, they stay in until she changes them again. And um, things like that makes. Do you ever do that? Things like that. Oh make yeah, yeah. In my fact, world. Yeah, yeah, I love acupuncture. Oh, yeah, the whole ear thing, touching the ear thing. But, yeah, years ago, I used to, like, uh, if I had strawberries, like 15 minutes mm-hmm. later, I'd be, I'd need a nap. And then I, uh, you know, I, I went to an acupuncturist, and she said, well, you've got these food allergies of strawberries. And she did the acupuncture thing, and it went away. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she's also genius for any kind of ear infections or anything like that. She just adjusts your, like, my kids didn't take um, a couple you know, sometimes they'd have antibiotics for na- a nasty, nasty ear infection, but they would still go to her, and she would adjust their ears so the ears would drain properly and the ear infection would go away. It's yeah, the, clever stuff with... The amazing thing about the ear thing is uh, is that, you know, I, I believe that, you know, the, the, that's why the, the touching of the ear on these little beads that they put on it, right, there's like an, a different spot on the ear for, like, different organs and systems in the body, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Feet and ears. The, the, what? <laughs> but well, your whole spine. I, I, you know, when you're in, uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm not talking, you know, from a degree point of view, well, but yeah. from a user standpoint, <laughs> but from a user standpoint, when you go to a chiropractor, acupuncturist, I, I make sure that the chiropractor is trained in acupressure, acupuncture, you know, kinesiology, those types of things, because um, very often you don't need to be cracked and all that stuff, but they can press on certain points of your body and and it'll make a headache go away. Like, uh, I'll go there if I get a migraine or a headache, because um, those are often yeah. associated with food allergies, too, and she'll do clever things, and, and it'll be gone by the time I leave her office. And I just think she's so genius. But your your spine, uh, maybe I'll see if I can get her to give me the diagram she has, but your, if you go down your spine, it's all connected to all the different organs. So when you're in, that's why chiropractors always want to make you aligned so that all your organs function at optimal uh, speed or rates or whatever they need to do. Um, yeah. But yeah. genius, Dr. Kim Farr. You know, it, it's just amazing, you know, acupuncture. And uh, there's so many things that, you know, I'm, a, I'm an MD, but they don't train, they don't teach yeah. this stuff in medical school. And they should. I mean, it shouldn't be, you know, kind of relegated to these sort of alternative or complementary approaches. Uh, these These are critical things that people could be doing Instead of having to take like toxic chemicals, you know, to get rid of a headache, for example, it's uh, it's really the yeah, whole we medical. Were... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I I agree with you. When like uh, I wonder, I don't know if people quite understand it all the time. Where like a Western a Western medical doctor will often give you a pill or or something to help fix you, and. Um, I remember my dad, one of my very first introductions, well, I had I had a couple introductions to um, alternative types of medicine when I was a gymnast and my back would go out when I was a kid. My aunt would take me across over the bridge and across the river into Illinois at, for acupuncture, and it would always fix it. And so I've believed in it since I was probably like 10. She would take me. It was so bad. And um, But... I, you know, I'd used it throughout my adulthood, but one of the times I'd seen it being really implemented in a hospital setting was when my dad was ill. He was in a rehab in that rehab facility, and um, I can't I can't remember what he had going on exactly, 
but they called in an it's the first time I'd ever seen a, a Western medical facility call in an alternative medical facility for complementary care right there in all one place. And they were all connected and all knew each other, and I thought that was really cool. Because if I was uh, ever in the hospital, it wouldn't be, you know, sign me up for drugs. I'd need different things um, to get me through, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it really should all be integrated, and you should be able to have uh, a doctor or a or a group of doctors who are all communicating with each other on the same page, trying to do the least invasive kind of procedures for you, the more natural procedures for you, and, and use the more complicated ones if you, if you have to. You know, like surgery, for example. I mean, if you can avoid surgery, it's really fantastic. A lot of times the surgeons, though, they just want to cut, and they don't really care about the person or the, you know, or the illness really it's just sometimes you, it's necessary, of course, but yeah, but I hear yeah. you totally with yeah, I yeah. agree obviously, yeah, there are times when surgery is critical, but uh yeah, if you can put it off and find other ways to heal, you know a lot of back surgeries and neck surgeries, I bet if people you know got rid of like inflammation and other problems and would stop taking all of these anti inflammatories which suppress the immune system, they might not need to to go into the knife, so right. you know I, and that, I know that, Crohn's disease Crohn's disease is is a highly inflammatory type of of um, situation, and I as it pains me sometimes. Like I'll look at my Facebook feed and I'll see people who I know have Crohn's disease, and, uh, Crohn's disease, and you'll hear them post like, "Oh yeah, and I'm here and I'm drinking alcohol, and here's my this and here's my that," and I'm like, "You've got Crohn's disease. <laughs> you should be drinking water if you can, you know, not to be all judgy and everything." But you know, I feel the same way with food allergies. Like I have to, you know, mind my own words. Because you know the last thing somebody wants to do, the last thing somebody with food allergies wants to do, is go eating processed foods or drinking soda right. and all these things. It just exacerbates the condition. I mean, it just it makes it just so much so much worse, um, and you go into inflammation mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, you know in in psychiatry too. It's like people are a lot of times their own worst enemy, and they they do counterproductive yeah. things. People will come in and they'll want uh, antidepressants, and for one thing, or for one thing, I try to encourage them to try to you know work out their problems and figure out what's going on, uh, rather than uh, you know resort to the medications. But uh, the, those people who do uh, feel the need for medicines. Uh, then the next question is, how much alcohol can I drink? Yeah, I mean, it happens to be an, a, a suppress. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually a depressant alcohol. Uh, people think yeah. they, that, you know, they kind of get high from it. It kind of relaxes them. But it actually is a depressant and very counterproductive to, when you're taking an antidepressant. It, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, so another big one is caffeine. Um, caffeine in high doses causes inflammation, and you know all you know all these things: sugar, caffeine, um, alcohol. You know they're they're kind of inflammation. Another word for it is kind of like an irritant, like your body's ir- irritated. So mm-hmm. it it you know it it starts to act up, and you you know like if you wake up and you feel like your feet and hands are puffy, or you have puff under your eyes, or you have troubles in the bathroom or you know i know we're we're having a conversation without julie here but um if your stomach hurts after you eat before you eat you know if you've got um if your joints ache things like that that's that's a lot of inflammation i think diabetes is too i see a lot of things with my dad and i and i and i see when he eats something he feels one way and he eats something else he feels another and um if you can tune into that and pay attention to it 
life gets a little easier, I think. But she's got tons of recipes in this book. Um, a lot of them I can't eat because um, my food allergies, you know. I, one thing that, that drives me nuts when people put out cookbooks and stuff like that, um, To and I can't, it's interesting, this is the one thing about, and I know there's a lot of food allergy people listening, so I'm going to talk about this, but when you have um, a cookbook like this and it tells you, you know, we're, we're going to try and not be, have inflammation and all these things and food allergies, but then some of the things that it suggests to do are things I am allergic to. Hmm. And it's real frustrating um, when, you know, like I can't eat fish and I can't eat shellfish. And, um, you know, so so a lot of the things that help a normal person curb their inflammation send me to the hospital. So I have to be even more careful with what I eat. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's real fun being 45 with food allergies, let me tell you. I know, I know, but uh, I know it is it is terrible in your your ordeals through your life. But the irony, of course, is that uh, in my mind, when I think about you, your story, is that uh, if that hadn't happened to you, you know, you, I mean, from that, I think blossomed all these incredible like things that you're doing and reaching out to all these people and, and you know and making a difference in their lives. I mean, if you had sort of hadn't had this, you, know, you might have been on a different path, right? A totally different path, yeah. Absolutely, but uh, you know, I'm going to turn. I'm going to say this out loud with um, part of her book here, um, so people, if you're still listening, hopefully you are. It's clear she's not going to be on the phone with us, but we're having fun anyway. Um, on in her book, um, Meals That Heal Inflammation, the thing, what she says to toss. Here's the list of what not to eat. You ready? Artificial additives. So, we. I was talking about this early, earlier. If it's boxed or processed or contains any additives, anything that you can't read, MSG, um, BHA, BHT, food dye, FD&C, yellow number five, glutamate, um, paraben, that's wax, uh, mineral oil, those types of things, toss it. Don't eat that uh, if you can. Sugar and artificial sweeteners, um, people with IBS, Crohn's disease, you might stick to raw honey instead is what it says here. Um, the peroxide content in honey is beneficial to healing ulcers. I thought that was clever. Um, moldy or old fruit, I don't think I would want to eat that anyway. How about you? Let <laughs> 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 you know, reach for my moldy fruit. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> just brush that right off and take a bite. Um, alcohol, soft drinks, and soft drinks means um, diet or regular um, sugar soda. Uh, anything with refined sugar, synthetic additives, color, preservatives, artificial sweeteners, what that does is it, it strips your bones of the calcium, but also I think um, there's a lot of studies that show that um, diet soda even messes with your pancreas. Um, hi, puppy dog barking. Commercial smoked and cured meat. Um, bacon. You know, So you read the list here, and at the end you're like, oh, what should I eat then? But I'm going to keep going. White vinegar, processed oil. Highly processed, processed oils um, are exposed to high temperatures. They're bleached <clears throat> and stripped of nutrients. Mayo, mayonnaise, vegetable oils, all that stuff, salad dressings, uh, anything made, salad dressings made with sugar, avoid. Coffee and black tea. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, some people, coffee's on the fence. Some people say drink it, drink it, drink it. I'm kind of in moderation. Go ahead and do what you want there. But I'm a big green tea drinker too. Um, yeast, dairy, gluten, peanuts, 
or rancid nuts there again. I don't know if I'm going to reach for rancid nuts. Um, <laughs> won't reach for them anyway, but ooh, corn. And then this is interesting to me. She says nightshade family vegetables like eggplants, peppers, potatoes, and tomatoes may cause inflammation because they contain alkaloids that affect nerve muscle fun- function, digestive and digestion and joint. I notice, particularly me, if I uh, I crave peppers and tomatoes, I think I crave sometimes what bugs me. After I eat those types of things, my joints swell up. My hands will swell up. And then um, she says to avoid eating processed soy. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right. huh? Right, Drink uh, water. absolutely. <laughs> so after, after a list like that, though, what do you eat? Because it seems like it's it's cut out all the fun where you don't want to, where no cupcakes, you know, no popsicles, no ice cream, no pizza, you know, all the fun <laughs> craft food that we all love to go eat. Uh, Can yeah, you eat any it, of it or never eat it again? Yeah, have some seaweed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's tough. It's tough, but. You know, I, I just want to say for people, if there are still people listening, uh, you know, longevity, yeah. you know, longevity, when you, you, as you get older, yeah, you really want a good quality of life, you know, and you really want to, hey, live a long time, but live with a really good quality of life, and that really means paying attention now. And it's not too late to, like, really kind of regenerate your whole body by making these choices that, that you know, that we're talking about here. And even though... It's not fun seeing someone else like gobble down a hot fudge sundae and you're having a salad. Uh, still, you in have the long seaweed run, seaweed over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it. You know, you got to try to make the salad interesting, but uh, but in the long run, it's going to pay off because I think you you know you'll live longer and be healthy and you'll stay out of hospitals and it could be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, on my food allergies on Twitter, it says any uh, the location, any place but the ER. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not okay. we're not finding her here. So, but thanks for thanks everybody for listening. If you're still with us, and if you are still with us, or if you just tuned in, um, we must have had a time zone goof because Julie isn't here. So you got us raw and unscripted <laughs> for 20 minutes um, <laughs> with our own expertise about <laughs> inflammation. And if we said anything wrong, we're sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're, we both got some experience anyway with with uh, diet and inflammation and exercise and stuff. So anyway, hopefully we've helped a few people listening. And if not, we, at least we made them laugh. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Have a good night. We'll see you Tuesday. All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.